Hi, it's Mark Raven. This is episode 322 of Lean Blog Audio. Today, I'm reading a blog post that I published today, November 22nd, 2022. It's titled, Toyota was helped, not hampered by TPS during the pandemic. A culture of learning makes the difference, not low inventory. So last year, I wrote a post. Uh, I've linked to it in this post. You can find it at leanblog.org slash audio 322. That post last year criticized those, including the Wall Street Journal, who claimed that Toyota was abandoning the Toyota production system or, or that them strategically adding some inventory meant they were moving away from just-in-time approaches. Well, Toyota leaders, including my friend Jamie Benini, were quoted in a new article by Harvard Business School professor Willie Shee in the Harvard Business Review. And that article is titled, What Really Makes Toyota's Production System Resilient? So back to this question of did TPS hurt Toyota during the pandemic, the article says, and it quotes Chris Nielsen, an executive vice president of Toyota North America. He says, in reality, TPS, the Toyota production system, is really what allowed us to do as well as we did. He told Willie Shee this. Um, Nielsen oversaw quality and demand supply management, and he managed through numerous disruptions over the last two years. TPS is about resilience, not zero inventory. There's a big header in the HBR piece that says, lean doesn't mean zero inventory. So from the piece, again, it says, Toyota takes a strategic approach to inventory planning. Operationally, this stands on three legs. One, strategically sized inventories in the right locations to act as a buffer to meet changing demands. Two, safety stock that factors in the risk of disruption. And three, a nuanced view of lead times. So again, these are strategic inventories and safety stocks. This doesn't mean that more inventory is always better any more than the extreme approach of zero inventories would, would even be workable. But it's about learning. It's not surprising to see Toyota described as a learning organization, whether they are learning from mistakes, as I recently blogged about, or otherwise. It says in the article, it's been pointed out that the company learned a great deal from the earthquake and tsunami of 2011, after which it identified parts vulnerable to disruption, and as a result, were candidates to be stockpiled. Like, that's a surprising word to hear, stockpile. But you need a different plan for every different part. Toyota realizes that different inventory strategies are needed for, let's say, one, parts that are relatively simple, being built right near the factory, like seats. And two, parts that are complex with long and variable lead times like semiconductors. You, you just aren't going to make computer chips on site with one piece flow that's perfectly synced to the level loaded mixed model vehicle assembly schedule. It's just not going to happen. So you need different supply chain strategies, planning and execution for different categories of parts. Sometimes you decide that having inventory while realizing that it's waste is better than the waste of not meeting customer demand. Nielsen said in the article, Toyota maintains 13 weeks of steel coil inventory in Georgetown, Kentucky, because it uses a custom alloy that is made in batches. He says, quote, many people have the mistaken impression that TPS is against having inventory. That's not right. So the article talks about how they will make seasonal adjustments when weather risks caused by things like ice or snow increase the risk of supply chain delays or disruptions. It's an eminently reasonable policy. It's not dogmatic about zero inventory or lower inventory is always better. 
So Toyota is, is famous for helping suppliers, not beating them up. I mean, Toyota uses dual suppliers not to play them off against each other in a never-ending price war, but to increase supply chain resilience, as the article describes. Toyota famously helps suppliers improve, which is win-win. So Jamie Benini, president of the Toyota Production Systems Support Center, or TSSC, um, is quoted in the article as saying, um, well, she first describes when uh, a supplier encounters problems, Toyota offers to help them address the problems and they're willing, the suppliers are willing to accept it. Here's the quote from Benini. Our supplier partners open the door for us and say, look, we know you're not going to penalize us for some mistake we made and you're here to help. You're part of the team. Learning from mistakes instead of penalizing them. That sounds familiar. On that note, I've captured stories uh, about learning from mistakes from former Toyota people, including Isao Yoshino and David Meyer. It's part of the My Favorite Mistake podcast series, which is becoming a book. I need to get back to writing. Um, but there are two articles that I've linked, or two episodes that I've linked to. You can find the show notes at, uh, you can find the blog post here at leanblog.org slash audio322. So it's about learning, learning, learning. It's about culture and philosophy. Um, the article, again, cites Jamie Benini as saying TPS is a learning system. The biggest thing most people overlook about TPS is that it is a system designed for learning. So the article concludes by reminding us that um, TPS, and by extension Lean, isn't just about tools and it's not just about inventory. It's a culture and a philosophy. I've written about this before. There's a, another blog post linked in today's post. Uh, Jamie Benini's comments talking about TPS as being mainly about the philosophy. But again, as it says in the article, TPS is an organizational culture as much as it is a factory operating system. Its core philosophy to motivate and develop people so that they can surface and solve problems quickly and build a culture of continuous improvement. So these, these, these values, there, there are values here, and that includes safety, which includes psychological safety. Because I, I would add, it's not just about, quote unquote, motivating people to surface problems. Them doing so requires psychological safety. And, and this is something Toyota talks about very directly. As I quoted from the book Toyota Culture by Liker and Hoseas uh, in, a, in a recent blog post, it says safety at Toyota includes more than just physical safety. It also means feeling safe psychologically. This starts with a respectful environment where team members do not fear psychological abuse. So if we're going to, if we're going to emulate anything from Toyota, let's emulate that. As Willie Shee concludes, and I agree, he ends the article by saying, as with any culture, Toyota's culture is deeply rooted in values. That means if you really want to get the benefits of a company's operating system, it's not sufficient to copy just the tools like Lean and Just-In-Time. Well, no. I'll interject and say, well, I'd say Lean is not the tools. There are Lean tools. Lean at its best is a mindset, a philosophy, just like Toyota would describe TPS. But back to Willie Shee, he says, you have to start with the values and beliefs. That makes it much harder to replicate, even though the benefits are clear. So I invite you to come visit the blog post, or um, I've, I've linked to a LinkedIn discussion that I started this morning. You can find all of that within the original blog post at leanblog.org slash 322.